Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one breakup at a time. Oof. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm really sad. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. <laughs> and joining us again today is Zach Luna. Hey everyone, I am also sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sad it's time. It's kind of like a whiplash of a week. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> We get all the inspiration and the import and the coronation and swords and then oh oh right oh no oh yeah we're gonna deal with this Uh oh Uh oh so today we're talking about minute 104 which starts with eowyn finishing her line from yesterday the eve of battle Mm. and ends with aragorn withdrawing a very tender hand from eowyn's face (sighs) while she's got tears welling up in her eyes oh man so oof this is the Miranda Otto uh, acting Olympics minute, I guess. She's just... Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So, how do we right. start this off? So, I know. <laughs> he's Aragorn kind of starts off this minute a little indignant about her showing up. Yeah. Why have you come? Yeah, he's just, like... Do uh, you not know? Uh, uh. <laughs> you know this is this is in a lot of ways kind of the better version of the because they love you thing oh no absolutely mm-hmm. uh this scene kind of fulfills a similar role in its part of the narrative mm-hmm. but this one's better <laughs> yeah this one there's just there's empathy across the board here it's not like it would be it, it would be so easy for a scene like this to tip into like I don't not like judging her or like call, like calling her like dumb for thinking there was like it this is delicate stuff and it's handled very well and it could have easily gone poorly basically it's just mm-hmm. these are people and they care and it's hard to be a person in these times of stress yeah. and for the the one thing you want to be a thing you can't have and now it's they a have shadow to of a thought oh yeah it's like um I- <laughs> I cannot give you what you seek. I can't. Oh. It's like she starts out with, um, like, she, it's almost like she's chiding him, like, from yesterday when she had the warpath energy. Or she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, where you go? You cannot leave on the eve of battle. Uh, it's like, um, you it's can't just, abandon the men. It's a big emotional outburst, right? Where she, she was too honest for a second, so she has to switch tactics and make it about leaving the men, right? You can't, you can't abandon the men. Right. Every time, in, in all of Eowyn's dialogues, everywhere in this, these movies, it's every time she says something about the men or uses the word we, she means me and me. Me Just... and me. Specifically me. This me. But me, though? But me. Yeah. Uh... That's what she's... That's that's it. Just replace. You cannot abandon me. Yeah. I need you. Yeah. And it's, it's not like she's lying. Like, the men do need her. And, uh, you know, is as stand-in for... Uh, the Rohirrim at large, she she does fulfill that function. She's like, well, this is what are you doing? Like, you're our inspirational guy and whatnot. But mm-hmm. it is a, it is a safer tactic to retreat to. Uh, it's almost like there's a uh, layers of honesty that are happening here that we're. Oops, I was too honest for a second. Let me cover it up. Oh no, I'll be more honest. Uh oh. Okay, I'll be even more honest. <laughs> it's also it's also like scars of her of her past with like dealing with her 
disheveled, mind-controlled uncle and worm tongue. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 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 That she uses, like, she deflects things into, like, third person and other people to express her own wants because they've been kind of, like, she m- was made to feel like all of her wants were just burdens on those around her by mm-hmm. both her controlled uncle and worm tongue. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, poor Eowyn. I'm glad. Right. I'm glad. Spoilers that things will get better for her. <laughs> I'm glad that this isn't like the last we see of Eowyn. Like, if... oh my god, <laughs> she just fell out of the story. Right. I'm just... I Aragorn just shedding people. Yeah, just getting rid of them. women specifically. And Elrond. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but Elrond. Women and Yugo. That's women. that's different though because Elrond. Um, that's like a patch- passing of the torch thing. This is mm-hmm. literally just like. Oh, I'm I'm leaving by. Yeah, I'm bouncing. I wasn't gonna yeah. tell you. Ah, for the, the second time in three movies I'm attempting to <laughs> run away from a potential encounter for with a woman. For the second time in like two movies, because we got that flashback last movie. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. But it happens during Fellowship, but yeah, we don't see it till two yeah, towers. Yeah, yeah. I'm always just right, like that happened right. in fellowship, right? No. And uh, not technically. Uh, it's like so she oh man. The indignant like uh Why, battle. Then leaving the men, and then when she says, we need you here, like, she's dropping all the pretenses, and my heart just breaks. Like, look at her face. He has to walk past her to get to his <laughs> horse's head, and I'm like, it's like a it's like a miniature version of him leaving right now when he, they were talking over there, but he leaves to go attend to his horse's head, and I just, look at her face. Ugh. And he, like, looks to the side. He's trying to avoid looking her in the eyes as he walks past her. Yeah, because she looks so vulnerable. She's yeah. just like... Listen, listen, this is the most honest I'm going to be with you right now. This is the most honest I am capable of being with myself. Yeah. Please do not leave. <laughs> and he, like, it's almost... And then Aragorn is just like, well, I'm about to be honest, too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're a... being honest? Okay. <laughs> there's a bit there where he's, like, it's almost like he's offering him an out. Like, you could read it as, like, him just being kind of, like, gruff and, like, I don't want to deal with this right now, where he says, why are you here? Uh, cause it's not like he doesn't know, but it's almost like he's offering her a chance to do the thing she always does to like, say it's not about her and it's about the men and whatnot and all that. And like, here, here's a conversation out here. Like, say why you're here. Maybe it's to admonish me and then like leave in a huff. You could do that right now. You could. But we can both save face right now. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could, uh, we could get out of this with our, you know, pride intact. And she's, no, she drops all of the pretense. And just like super quietly, just says like, "Do you not know?" And oh, like I, I had a, had an acting coach that used to talk about the different um, presentational modes that we have when we're communicating, like um, like the orator or the professor or the friend and the co-conspirator, kind of like like different levels of formality that mm-hmm. you dip into and out of when we're connecting with other people, and how uh, you sort of you can mark them audibly to keep everything from sounding the same so there's a difference between like shouting out your orders to a crowd because you're in a position of authority and you're giving you know instructions or whatever there's a difference between that presentational mode and if you're like whispering to someone next to you on a pillow because you're both mm-hmm. it's like us against the world and she's like dropping through them very skillfully here where she goes from like uh war general how dare you what does this have to do with us to with with the what this has to do with the war at large to what does this have to do to the men specifically then what does it have to do with me and then the quietest version which is don't you know how i feel about you 
Mm-hmm. And it's and she changes the way her voice sounds to like mark all of those. And it's just we are all the way down at like two people on a pillow talking to each other here. And it it breaks my heart. Look at them. Look at them connecting, but they can't connect. <laughs> and then as he starts, as he responds to that, she steps away from him. Oh, yeah. She creates distance because it's what she needs, like, from that statement. Yeah. But then he closes the distance again. Yeah. Because she all, she needs to confront this yeah, and move on. Talking about with Elrond, like, the power of simple blocking there. That, like, it's way more effective here, I think. Like, a lot, a lot of bro- blocking, broadly speaking, is about advances and retreats, keeping, mm-hmm. you know, making distance or getting closer to someone. And, like, this is so perfect. She's emoting so much more strongly here, I think, than if, like, he'd said that thing that hurt her and she just, like, broke down crying or something. She just backs yeah. away. And the, 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 the distance between them is only a couple feet, but it feels like miles. Mm-hmm. It's like from the head to the the back of the horse yeah yeah so so they're they're... <laughs> and the, the way the camera is over her shoulder it looks like it's even further away mm-hmm. yes totally because we see when he closes the distance it doesn't seem as far nearly as far when he walks over like i think they might even be cheating the space a little bit that like oh yeah she takes Probably. like maybe three or four steps back and he takes two but uh it all makes emotional sense there we're just so in it that like it's it's in the idea of me that you love, but it's not me. This wouldn't work. And then, woof, that hurt. And then that doesn't mean I don't care. That doesn't mean this. He doesn't want her to think she misread everything, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't want her to think that he was just like some callous butthole and that like <laughs> never really, you know, she's just some lady to him. He's like, no, no, no. Like. there's a special connection here but my heart belongs elsewhere i'm you what does he say i wish you joy i wish i have wished you joy since first i saw you you. that's so romantic but like (laughs) and like the way he touches her face way to be like i want you to be happy but you won't be happy with me yeah Yeah. and the way he touches her face is in uh in a romance movie Mm -hmm. is the way someone pulls someone in for a kiss Uh but then Mm -hmm. he lets go and it's it's that tenderness and the hint of what could be like a pull inward that causes her to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's complex stuff for your emotional yeah. folks. Who wrote this? My god. Uh, <laughs> right. And like we kind of see this distance from her perspective and Aragorn looks like 6 feet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he he really does. He only takes like a step and a half to her. Mhm. And like reconnects and he's like it's not I you deserve... It's not that it could have never worked. It yeah, just it's not can't that it could have work. never worked. It just can't. And I, I want you to have wonderful things. It just, I can't be that, that thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's not rude or like mean or like, you know, jerkish. It's just this is how it is. You know, sometimes there are people that, if your paths had crossed at a totally different time, you know, things might have been totally different. Uh, it's it's not to say that you had nothing there to say that this is not my priority. It's it's hard to be a person, and it's it's hard mm-hmm. to be this type of person in this type of situation. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I just feel bad for Eowyn. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this movie does so much to kind of refocus the narrative of these these two characters' relationship mm-hmm. that I I can see where it kind of leads from what came before it. 
but it feels like it's part of a second version of her story. Mm. Like the, it, which we talked about earlier on in the movie. Yes. That they, they even kind of talk about there's some stuff that kind of fell in and out with, with A1's narrative. But this scene in particular, just, it feels like it's the end to the same kind of narrative thread as the Aragorn waking up and tucking her in and her talking about her dream. Like that version yeah. of Eowyn that's in this movie. And the same kind of story thread that starts with the, their little quote-unquote sword fight, like when he blocks her blade. Yeah. Like that all feels like one kind of narrative thread. Yeah. And those scenes still like exist in the memories of these two actors while they're having this scene, you know? So it's it's charged in a way where maybe that was more of a thing, but it's it feels as big of that to her still. Yeah. Right. Or whatever. Ah. <sighs> Just, you know, when there's actors that are really, like, landing these emotional beats and the there's this beautiful film stock recording it and there's this lovely light and whatnot, um, I just, I it, it breaks your heart. Like, I, just, I, I feel emotions in my body sitting here, like, looking at a computer screen, you know, uh, 20 years after the fact and, uh, like broadly lit room that's very much not new zealand but whatever they <laughs> but like the the work that they did on that one day in new zealand had enough charged emotional energy in it that it's making me feel things here two decades later mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. this this scene between the two of them too is is a studio set inside of a tin shed okay and it that, was filmed yeah. <laughs> It was filmed during uh, a really bad storm, so oh all gosh. of the dialogue had to be ADR'd later. No, really? So they, yeah, so this is, and P- Peter Jackson just uh, compliments their focus on the day. He's just like, I can't believe that they were able to stay focused and deliver this kind of performance Yeah, in a tin shed that was shaking so bad that no one else could focus on what they were doing. <laughs> Man. I cannot. I I had no idea that was ADR. I'm surprised that horse yeah. is as composed as it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> this, is, like, this is a tin shed during a right? a thunderstorm. Give that horse an Oscar, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Aragorn took him home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good boy. Yeah, there's also <laughs> there's an element too of um, that it's not just that. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm betrothed to someone else or whatever, but that like literally, I'm not in the same space in my life that you're in, where we would have connected or this whole thing would have worked out better. That like, Aragorn is like, eighty-seven years old, you know, during yeah. the the course of this film. It, you know, he's got that Numenorean blood and whatnot, so he looks like he's in his thirties or whatever. But like, he's he's been around for a while, and this ain't really. It, it's almost like um. I don't know, like your friend's kid sister says they have a crush on you and you're like, oh, you're great. No, you're you're wonderful. But like, this is not this is this isn't how this works. That doesn't mean you're not wonderful. It's just no. I'm yeah. old. I'm old. He's like, I'm old. I got to go be with the old elves and stuff. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, because she's in her, what, 20s? I think so. that's the impression I, I get. So. She's like yeah. 25, 26. Yeah. Gosh, she looks so young. I, I mean, I said this yesterday but it's because i have recently watched sabrina and that's like my mental like miranda Otto in my brain this mm-hmm. like very stern matriarch like uh badass old lady uh not old but like you know much older lady it's wild to see her as this like young ingenue right here like oh boy she's poor miranda she's so vulnerable help her uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> give yeah. her a blanket someone get her a cup of i know chocolate please <laughs> 
that's all I want for her. Like <laughs> this whole trilogy, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, sixteen-year-old me when these these movies were coming out, I was just like, "Oh, she's so beautiful." See, no, like I'm I'm actually really grateful that we're doing this the way we're doing this because I have like earned an appreciation for Eowyn over the course of looking at these minute by minute. So mm-hmm. now, because when I was a teenager, I was like, you know, team elf all the way. Like, I don't like Eowyn. She gets the cool like moment uh, later <laughs> on in the movie, which uh-huh. is like, yeah, that's awesome. But like. I don't know. I, di- I didn't connect with Eowyn mm. when I first saw, like, experienced the story. Yeah. So now, like, revisiting it, I'm just like, oh, my God, no. Like, protect this. Like, protect this woman at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> but she needs Eowyn. no protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to I, I want to help anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, do you need anything? My, my coat? Right? A blanket? Yeah, yeah. My car? A friend? Do you, like... <laughs> Do you need to build a fire? I'm gonna right. go collect some wood. I'll be right back. Can I can I drive you to therapy? Like <laughs> <laughs> my credit card. What do you need? Do you need anything? Yeah, there probably is an aspect of that when I was, you know, an adolescent or whatever, and uh, there is a, and it's not as if the film is entirely shying away from it. But there is a way of presenting the story of Eowyn as like a, a love triangle threat to Arwen or something, and yeah. like you know. Yeah. If if uh, Liv Tyler is like my forever movie wife, and I just like you know I saw Fellowship of the Ring, and how dare anyone step in on her territory? You can be less than kind to Eowyn on first glance, mm-hmm. but like she's her own person, and she has such a such a frust. She's she has been handed such a frustrating um hand of cards. Am I mixing metaphors? That just I I want good things for her, even if like. If the thing she wants would get in the way of the thing I want, I still want nice things for her. Yeah. It's, it's Which is, not, you know, that's where Aragorn's yeah. at right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, because th- these two people clearly connected on, like, an intimate level. Yeah. But it's not the intimacy that she needs, and it's not the intimacy that he can give her. Yeah. 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 At times, the movie frames it like it's the beginnings of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now he's he's got but his now he's just, pants on. He's now go just, I have now. to move on. I got other things I got to do. Yeah. I got to go save the world. Like, this, was, this was nice when I thought that, you know, my girlfriend wasn't here anymore. And <laughs> I broke up with her. And then it's just it's a vacation. It's a nice vacation in horse land. Uh, but this this ain't it. This, this. But I got to I got to I got to leave summer camp and go back to. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, gotta go home. <laughs> this is like they were doing a play and they like flirted with each other at rehearsal for months, but like this isn't real, right? This is a mm-hmm. like a showmance. Or no, no, it's it's more <laughs> complex than that. But yeah, no, it's not. It's not teenagers parting ways in in August after summer camp is over. And just, I have a girlfriend back home. Yeah, I have a boyfriend back home. Oh, okay. It's just... Oh, oh, yeah. No, sure, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, that's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, but but boy, can it bring up those feelings if you're not. <laughs> Poor Eowyn. Oh, boy. Like, yeah. She's got a cool Man. sword, too. Yeah. She does. Sword. Yeah. Like yeah, her, it, it's similar to the... It's really similar to the Theoden design, but the two horses on the the cross guard are more open. Yeah, they're further apart. It's got this, like, uh, flare at the base. I love that, like, the three horse swords all have, like, a unique twist on that. That, like, mm-hmm. Theodens, they're, like, head-to-head touching each other. Uh, Theodens look like a heart the way that they touch. Yeah, yeah. Eowyns, they're further apart. And Eomir's, they actually overlap on either side. Like the 
they they're asymmetrical so like on one side of the sword amir is the horse head you know goes from right to left and then the, it's like on the back side. it's hard to explain audio in an audio format yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't there, get a really good look at amir's sword in these movies not really there's there's the one shot in the last movie where you can see it fall out of his scabbard <laughs> <laughs> that's but it's still not a good shot of it um but yeah it's i think his is one of the, the coolest ones i think it's called like Gunthween or something like that gun Gunthween. You can Google Aomir's sword and, and look at what I'm talking about. I think it's really mm-hmm. cool looking how it has an asymmetrical hilt. Like how he's a little more, I don't know, unique and off kilter than Eowyn and Theoden. Who knows? Well, it, so if you were to kind of take what those three swords, how they look and try to uh, put meaning on them of the people, like Eowyn's yeah. uh, is further apart because she's emotionally distant with people. Oof. Yeah. And Oof. Theoden's is together because it was about him reclaiming his inner self. So like, it looks like a heart. It's the center of his person when he draws the sword. And then Amor is a man of action, always driving forward. That's why his are like horses facing a direction and asymmetrical. They're more active. They're active. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. That's uh, top marks. (laughs) Put that in the conclusion. We are like killing it this week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Hope he doesn't get killed in it. No, I'm not. I'm going to fail. <laughs> Whatever I'm trying to do is not going to work. He's going to go somewhere dangerous, right? That's why she's worried. I hope he doesn't get killed in it. No, no. It needs at least three more drafts. Um, <laughs> make it again. Uh. <laughs> Take it again. Take it again. Uh, poor old man has to go do his own thing. And this is just sad for her. Yeah. So just once again, Aragorn having a comfortable conversation in the middle of the night. He was trying to avoid. <laughs> he was doing his damnedest to avoid. Oh, buddy. You poor thing. <laughs> right. It's your own fault for trying to abandon these people without talking. <laughs> Why is Aragorn just wants to ghost people? And we're going to see a little more tomorrow. Ghost army, man. He's tomorrow. To army he's trying people. to go. He's not just trying to ghost yeah, Aragorn No, no, tonight. I know. But like ghost army. like Yeah. <laughs> Ghosting, just period. <laughs> Boom. Ghosting. This part of the story. Done. <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining us today, Je- uh, Zach. Yeah. Oh, happy to be. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. And uh, if people would like to continue the discussion of what's been going on in today's minute or anything else we talked about this week, you can head to the Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. We try to keep it relatively active in there. Sometimes we get some pretty good conversations. So check that out. We'll Lots be back tomorrow. Too. Yeah, Yeah, lots of good memes. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week. Bye. Bye. Bye.